MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard on VSEN. Hey, everybody, it is our number two of the Lombardi line as we welcome you back in Wednesday morning from our Circus Sportsbook studios in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, great to have you all along with us. Matt Santos, our producer behind the glass, back with Mike Pritchard. Great to see you again, Mike. You too, Ben. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. We're just we're rolling along on a Wednesday. I'm Ben Wilson looking at value on the Thursday night card. If there is value to be had, Mike, it's more yeah, these. It, usually it's a pretty heavy um, injury dose, right? And when you get to the short week teams, especially coming off of physical games, mm-hmm. backers going to overtime against Dallas this past week at home in Tennessee, playing a, a very tightly played 17-10 game in a win over Denver. But it's even for what we usually see, Mike, pretty amazing when you look at the injuries. And I know that's something you've got your eye on with. For the Packers, 11 of the potential 22 starters have either are either questionable or have either been ruled out already. And Tennessee, kind of a similar deal here, a team that – had five defensive starters already out. Caleb Farley this week added to the IR. He's likely out for the season. Mm-hmm. The herniated disc in the back. And so you just you wonder, what are you getting with, with these two teams coming into tomorrow night? Well, I mean, you're getting a lot. You're getting a, a very efficient red zone offense from Tennessee. I mean, they went against the best red zone defense uh, at home last week against the Broncos and still scored. Uh, and a difficult situation, too. So that was impressive. But... Uh, no, I, I think Tennessee style of play. Tennessee wants to be physical. They're very blue collar. We know that. I don't think the weather is going to be what about 25 degrees. Uh, the weather's going to affect the, the Titans all that much as they're a blue collar football team. And then uh, you wonder about the matchups on the other side though, because you got Green Bay uh, in the trenches 
banged up. Bakhtiari, uh, all year long, is going to be questionable. Is he going to be able to go on a short week and at what level uh, against that defensive front, which they get after it, right? They get after you. Uh, that, that, to me, is a matchup more so than the young players on the outside from Green Bay and even Aaron Rodgers to a certain extent uh, against that secondary for Tennessee. I think Tennessee will yield yards, uh, but the toughness factor uh, is very interesting. And a lot of times, Ben, in these type of games, uh, when it's just going to be walkthroughs, right? Yeah. So pulling back the curtain, I mean, when, when I played, the NFL was about 60% mental, uh, 40% physical, right? I, it might be higher than that now, mental, because they don't even hit in practice anymore. Uh, the, right. the CBA and all that training camp is is a country club. I mean, you're playing golf <laughs> most of the time. Um, <laughs> compare, right? You mean that literally? I, I, you, I do. You, I do. You, you camp, camp, camp uh, Titans, Camp uh, Packers, right there. But no, so I, I think the game is more seventy percent mental than it is, you know, than it used to be. So if it's that high, which team is going to have the ability to get up for this uh, on a short week mentally? You know, and look at the coaches. Is Lafleur going to be the guy to, to help uh, the troops against, you know, coming off a big win that they obviously wanted against the Cowboys? But Lambeau is a special place, uh, and uh, I think coaches, special coaches realize that, and the players, they can convey that to the players. Whereas Tennessee, I mean, they're so blue-collar, uh, I think they come in there with, a, with an attitude. Right. You've seen the number come up a little bit mm-hmm. from one and a half to it's now Packers minus three, and even at uh, BetMGM shaded towards – Green Bay minus 115 you'd have to lay instead of the standard 110 juice if you want to back the pack right now, uh, laying the three. But that's where if, if you're thinking the at least the sphere and the, and the overall pendulum, it's a little bit more to the mental side now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that, like for the, the coaches we consider of being the elites, which most of us now would probably say Mike Vrabel belongs in that category. The way when you look at all the numbers, uh, statistical uh, injuries, personnel for Tennessee, and how bad they are in most categories, and yet are still six and three mm-hmm. atop the AFC South. Uh, Vrabel has to be in in that top group. Uh, is it is it more of an impact then from the coaching side? If it is like to the to you, what you're saying, more of the mental uh, approach coming in, if as opposed to being more of a raw game planning, physical type yeah. week in these spots. Yeah, I mean, think about it. So, if it's within your nature then it's easy to duplicate, right? It's easy. It's, it's within your nature. So the Titans on the road against Kansas City, overtime game, deflated after a loss, but then they come back home and still play physical against the Broncos uh, and win, right? It's like uh, there was no drop-off. There was no uh, letdown situation, mentally or physically, really. If anything, they got better because they threw the ball with Tannehill. But um, I, I think it's, it's prevalent and it's always existing with a team like that. Whereas Green Bay up against it they got up for dallas it took overtime in that situation too but is that part of their nature have they learned to do that uh, or are they are they still learning to do that and i think you know the floor on a short week that's going to be a challenge now they still have aaron Rodgers, and i guess as a better if you're believing and now that watson has confidence and you know you're going to get some players back and, and maybe aaron Rodgers has more chemistry uh with these younger players then okay there's your bet too uh, but, you know, Tennessee is within their nature to just get up for games like this, even on a short week, from a preparation standpoint, more importantly, from a physical preparation mm-hmm. standpoint. You mentioned the wide receiver core. I mean, mentally. Yeah, no yeah. no question. And for Green Bay, that and that's going to be the big thing coming mm-hmm. in because Tennessee, unlike Dallas, who you can run on, right. Tennessee, top five rush defense in the NFL. Yeah. We saw Christian Watson have his moments, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It had been such a rough rookie season for the youngster out of North Dakota State. 
when you're when the first route you run, Mike, of your career is a wide open 75 yard touchdown and you, and you drop the yeah. ball. Usually uh, not a sign of great things to come, but you give credit to Watson for being able to play his way out of it, overcoming hamstring and ankle injuries. He is good to go this week, but no Romeo Dobbs. It's almost certain that he will not go with his high ankle sprain. Uh, Alan Lazard and Watson figure to be the two main options. There's a small chance that Randall Cobb could play. He was the at least the window to uh, be reactivated off of injured reserve. That has been designated by Green Bay. We're mm-hmm. still not sure if he is actually going to go here. But when you look at Green Bay still in, in the wide receiver room, I mean, outside of really the, the two routes that Watson ran where Dallas kind of sold out to to stop the run, Watson beat coverage men one-on-one downfield. Mm-hmm. Still, has, has anything really changed with, uh, with the Packers receiving core, what they have? Or what you saw with Watson, is that enough to maybe think – there is a little bit more here on the wide receiver front. Well, there's confidence, right? I mean, there's confidence not only from Watson, but with Aaron Rodgers that, okay, maybe I can go to this guy a little bit more because there was times where Aaron was reluctant to throw the football uh, and he held on to it or he threw it away and he was just frustrated by the situation. Uh, but with Watson having three touchdowns on four catches, I believe, right? Yeah. Was it just four? So, yeah, obviously there's more confidence there. Um, but the matchup to me is in the trenches. Like, can, can the Packers offensive line – on a short week, go up against the Cowboys in that defense, right? Uh, they ran the ball because Dallas can't stop it. But now it's a different animal against the Tennessee Titans who who come in with a different attitude and uh, will be mentally prepared for for that type of a game. So um, it gets interesting. I mean, the matchups do favor Green Bay on the outside, I think, because of the injuries in a secondary situation uh, for the Titans. Uh, but, again, you're betting on the consistency aspect of these younger players, the chemistry uh, mm-hmm. developed with Aaron Rodgers along the way um, as well. So, uh, But this is all in a short week, and we're talking about walkthroughs as well. And and both the main tackles, David mm-hmm. Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, neither have practiced yet. Right. Likely not to see them practice. It, you know, it, I laugh just because I don't know that there's going to be a week where either of those guys show up clean on, on the injury report. Right. It just and, doesn't seem that way. And real quick, uh, and we talked about this on Pro Football Blitz with Brady as soon as uh, the line came out, but – your, your Tennessee, and we're talking about a short week and going through walkthroughs, so preparations challenge, right? So you just played Nathaniel Hackett and a Denver Broncos offense. Well, you're going to play the similar offense. Uh, yeah. So it's point. back-to-back situations in which, you know what, the prep is there already. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett was calling plays based on his experiences. It's certainly um, what they did in Green Bay. And uh, now the players are different. I get that. But from just a preparation, overall preparation standpoint, uh, you're not looking at anything foreign as you're doing walkthroughs. You're kind of used to it because you already just prepared for it and you beat them. You beat that team. So the players are different. The tendencies are going to be different and all that. And But I think it minimizes how much you're going to prepare for on a short week, though. For That's the a really good point. Yeah, and we always talk about coaching similarities. Mm-hmm. Well, how about even kind of taking it a step back from that, just similarities in personnel and general strategy. Right. When you have coaches that are now no longer with a, a former team, but you you know you get the fortune of having it stacked back to back in the scheduling, so that's a really interesting thing to look at. You, you just imagine though for Green Bay, who you know finally get a little momentum last week, we we get the updated yes no make the playoff odds now, and from BetMGM, Packers go from six to one down to plus three fifty, plus three fifty to make the playoffs. Pritch, you you buying any sort of second half surge here for I Green mean, Bay? 
it is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you, you have to give that, uh, uh, you know, a few minutes to think about, though, right? Because if it wasn't, right. we wouldn't even have the discussion. No, no. If we were talking about, I don't know, Jordan Love, oh, no, no, it's over, right? Yeah. I mean, but, no, it is Aaron Rodgers, and, and we've all been waiting for them to have a game like they had against the Cowboys, and did they unlock the next level? It's, it's hard to say. I mean, it's a short week, uh, and they're banged up all over the place. So, uh to me, if I had a better gauge mentally on this football team, I could give you a better answer. But right now, I, I don't know where the Packers are mentally because we saw frustration. We've seen it uh, all over the place. Uh, Aaron yelling at Matt LaFleur, which I think was a good thing uh, on the sideline. We saw that animation from Aaron Rodgers. That means he's engaged, right? But can he relate to these younger players? Can he continually uh, elevate these guys uh, and on a consistent basis, though. And you look at the schedule still to come. We'll be big dogs on it. That's a Sunday night game in Philadelphia. Right. Look, th- outside of that, I mean, it's certainly it's a schedule bad. that is – there are winnable games. I mean, mm-hmm. you go Chicago on the road, you still get the Rams, Lions at home to close the season. Who knows what, what the Vikings will be yeah. playing. Vikings probably will have clinched the division by that point in Week 17. That tough game still to come, obviously, at Miami and against Minnesota. The question is – with seven games left, can you go six and one to get to ten and seven, which is probably what it's going to take, you would think, Mike. Yeah. They gotta survive the next three games before that bye week, too. Think about that. Because you know the Bears have circled that game. Yeah. The whole thing, Aaron Rodgers, I own you, that it, kind of thing. But of course. Um, so you got three physical it's, games right there. I'm I'm not ready to say Green Bay, yeah. just because of the one just because of the McCarthy Prescott mismanagement right. is all of a sudden on this path to make a to make a run, but at least, you know, this is the one they'll have to have. Mm-hmm. And the Tennessee game. Again, keep uh, keep an eye on the injury reports because there's so many for both of these teams. Still with over 24 hours to go until the game kicks off tomorrow. When we come back, it's that time of the week. I've been looking forward to this all week. Right route, wrong route with Mike Pritchard. We'll discuss next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. The World Cup countdown is on, and now is the time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide. We have in depth analysis from Nigel Seeley on all eight groups of the World Cup. VSIN's team of experts provide their picks and predictions for every group, plus the Golden Boot Award. And if you're new to betting World Cup soccer, don't worry, Josh Abelbaum will break down everything you need to know. The only way to get the guide is to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access for everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And if you want more World Cup betting insight, check out our World Cup betting preview show on YouTube to subscribe to VEASAN Live on YouTube. Our producer of the show today, Matt Santos, doing a great job uh, running that show with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw. Nigel Seeley joined those guys for the first episode. So I know you're ready to, you're ready to bet the soccer, Pritch, of course. Definitely. You know what? Um, yeah. For sure. That was my first sport, believe it or not. Seriously? Yeah, because you're a little kid and you just have so much energy. Vegas so, native. Yeah, Mike my parents uh, just put me in the soccer league and you just run up and down the field. But With your speed? Yeah. From, from we, saw, we were talking about the NFL highlights. Mm-hmm. That, had, that had to be unfair. I lasted one year with soccer. That was it. And then you were just probably bored. Oh, yeah. Year. Well, it wasn't. Uh, it might have been boredom. <laughs> it might have been boredom. Bit. Team player, uh, I'm like Pritchard. Yeah, no, but I, I, I'd be interested in learning more to bet soccer, though. Well, because I, I hear people are having a blast. 
I've, I've heard the same thing. That's yeah. what we have the, sh the, sh mm -hmm. <laughs> the show for. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, and again, still to come this hour, Harry Gagnon will be joining us next segment. I know Harry's going to have some World Cup plays, but we'll, we'll get to Harry's thoughts on the Week 11 card. Right now, though, it's right route, wrong route. Let's do this thing, Pritch. So we, we talked about where the odds have now shifted on the offensive, uh, the overall offensive player of the year in that market out. Justin Jefferson and Tyree Kill have become really the two guys at this point. Jefferson, your favorite. He makes the huge play for the Vikings. They've won seven straight one-score games. Uh, when you look at Minnesota, uh, Pritch, what, what are you seeing there in the Twin Cities? Well, they're, that they're running the right route, certainly, because uh, they're playing loose. I mean, we all saw the video with uh, Kirk Cousins, right? I mean, you would have never thought. I mean, after you like that and all this stuff, we get that. But maybe an intense man, but... Uh, and chains and Yeah, no shirt, though. No, no shirt. shirt. I mean... Hey, I mean, you played with that. the quarterback in John Kitna, who was known to uh, be shirtless. From um, I don't remember that, though. Was that after? Oh, they were, well, that was after. Okay, that was after. That was after. Okay, yeah. I was about to say, but no, here you go <laughs> with uh, with this guy. Um, and if you know a little bit more about him, what, like I do, because his, his agent uh, I know really, really well. Um, in fact, he was the son of um, Bill McCartney, my head coach in, in Colorado. So, um, but yeah, Kurt is isn't a button-up guy but think about the change in the message too from zimmer to now o'connell and it's like this whole team is playing loose uh including that guy which he didn't think was possible because everything was so tense with zim right coach zim and i i think that message or this new attitude from the vikings is helping them win these games you know to, to win the games the way that they have been the close-knit games they're not putting a lot of pressure on themselves now even after coming up short Think about this. Coming up short on a quarterback sneak and that, that deflation, but yet the quarterback center exchange allows you to perhaps win a game, but then lo and behold, you let it go, and then right. you get to overtime in that situation. So, yeah, I, I think it's just fascinating, but you still make plays and because I, I think they're so loose and pressured field situations. And looking at the stats too, Ben, uh, fourth quarter offense, the Vikings have 83 points, which is fifth. Uh, in the National Football League in the fourth quarter, been able to close out uh, right. games, and it's and as much as the uh, on a you know 60 minute scale, the mm -hmm. stats don't jump off the page and say, oh my God, this team should be the number one power rated team in the league. Right. Doesn't suggest that at all. No. But I do wonder if we sometimes under underestimate just that that transition of mindset from mm -hmm. yeah from a very buttoned up Zimmer type who was ready to I remember cut cutting kickers after missing a you know two or three kicks, and he was not having any of it. Whereas that, that loose feel, I mean, you can probably speak to this from being in the locker rooms. Right. It, given how tough a mindset you have to have to play in the NFL, if that is a real thing. It, it certainly it, seems in their case like it is. Well, under pressure, it is real. Like, if you're, if you're like, strangled <laughs> under pressure, then you're going to choke, right? I mean, but if everything's loose, you're going to at least have a chance to catch your breath and think and, and, and execute. And so – uh, watching the Vikings play this year, if Zimmer was a coach, I don't know if they win as many games as close yeah. as they've won. It's a, it's a great point to make. So they lost the right those round, last year. They did. Yeah, They've won seven straight, one-score games, the Minnesota Vikings. A team that was on the right route at one point, Mike. Oh, We've gone the other way. Wrong route. What, what's mm -hmm. happening with the Rams here? No accountability. No accountability. Where do I start with this football team, though? Uh, first of all, the Raiders have turned into the get-right game for the for teams in the National Football League. Think about the Colts, and that that's embarrassing. Like how how do you just take that as a player or players on a team? And 
And then I mean, Saints, no, Jaguars, yeah. get, those were all it's good, a get, get right, right, game. Get, get it's a get right, right games. games. Yeah, Titans were, if you go back to week three. Right, so in the locker Cardinals. room, yeah, you, you're driving your Porsche or whatever to, to work, and we're the get right team right now. And that, that stinks, right? But there's no accountability because Mark Davis uh, said, Josh McDaniels, he's doing a fantastic job. So last year, you were a playoff team. This year, you're not going to make the playoffs. Last year, Derek Carr was empowered to be the leader. This year, he's stripped of that power. He's crying at a podium. But yet, the head coach is doing a fantastic job. Uh, because last time I checked, the head coaching's job is winning. That's it. How is he doing a fantastic job at losing? And, and think about this, the coaching tree uh, for Bill Belichick. It, it, because here we go again. Uh, and... I think a lot of these guys on this list, including Josh McDaniels, they have to figure out how to become a head coach. Bill Belichick has figured it out, and he has a pattern. He has his ways and has been highly successful, the greatest of all time, really. But when you look at the lack of success, when all these guys combined don't even equal what Bill Belichick is capable of doing, right? I mean, but it's like he's carved out his own way. And from an evaluator standpoint on through – uh, pushing buttons for certain players and treating everybody. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these guys on this tree get lost with that. They call plays. And I'm great at calling plays, and they are really good at calling plays. But what, what else is needed when you're reeling? What else is needed when there's no confidence? Like, do you have the tools for that? Jeff Saturday did, right? But it, there's no evidence that Josh McDaniels has the tools for that. He can call plays, but... When so much more. It takes yeah. a lot more, especially in this league. I, From reading the Seth Wickersham book from a couple years ago, It's mm-hmm. Better to Be Feared, which was all about the Belichick-Patriot dynasty uh, here of the past couple of decades. I mean, that was a big part of that. And talk, they interviewed Eric Mangini right. in that book and how it's really trying to understand the essence of how hard it is to escape the shadow there and how you try to be your own person, but you realize so much of who you think you should be as a coach is just tied to – the ways of Belichick, and it's it's why you saw the numbers uh, a second ago, and why so few coaches have been successful mm-hmm. going to NFL head coaching positions. McDaniel's just the 13 wins now, uh, 23 losses for McDaniel's, and there's you know the other part of it too. You bring in a guy like Devonte Adams, great wide receiver. That's right. that's going to surely right turn your offense into this elite group. Uh, very interesting comments that Adams had to say after the after the loss on Sunday. I don't think it's a, a buy-in. I don't think people are like you know. F what he's talking about or, you know, I'm going against the grain. It's just about a matter of executing when it's time, whether that's early. And 60-minute game means – it doesn't mean just finishing. You know, that's part of it, but it means a complete game. Every every minute of the game, giving it all you got. And it's not about being perfect because it's not, it's not football. Football is the most imperfect, most team sport that there is. So, at the end of the day, it's, it's doing your job and, and, and making making the plays when, when you call it on and when you get the opportunities. And we just don't do that at a high enough level right now. It's not about a lack of buy-in, but it's certainly something more. It speaks towards credibility, though, right? Like, as a receiver, if I'm not doing my job, like, am I doing a fantastic job if I'm catching, I mean, if I'm dropping two touchdowns? But a head coach who's (laughs) only won two games is doing a fantastic job. You see how that messes with you mentally as a player when from the top there's no accountability, but everything in the locker room is about accountability. Like if Derek Carr throws two interceptions, he's not doing a fantastic job. But the head coach who's only got two wins is doing a fantastic job from the owner. That doesn't sit well. And that makes people cry at a podium.
That's what we saw Derek Carr do <laughs> right. on Sunday. I just wonder how you go from having, what, there's been four closed-door meetings already oh, from owner yeah. Mark Davis and head yeah. coach Joshua Daniels, and then to just completely reverse course and come out this week and, and as you said, say, outstanding job, and this, <laughs> this stuff takes time. Mm. We know that, you know, obviously from the Davis family and, and financially, right. certainly not in a position like some of the other owners as far as flexibility from the financial perspective. But, it, how, you know, it, as much as you think about outside of like the Jerry Jones type owners, mm-hmm. most in most of these situations, it's just kind of the figurehead at the top. But you have to think if you're if you're McDaniels and all these mixed signals being sent from the right. top, that can't be helping. No, no, because as players, you don't have time. You have limited time. Derek Carr, they could get they have an out in his contract. They could cut him. After this year, think about that for a minute. Like, how many players on that team have time? Like, you're one play away from no time in the league. Whereas, okay, you're going to give head coach time. Well, you know what? We had time last year when we went to the playoffs. Uh, And and now uh, the guy is doing a fantastic job, even though it's miserable uh, out there. Keep in mind right now, Raiders would have the number two pick in the draft. See if the season ended today. I'm just saying two and seven, and they take on the Broncos. Uh, we are going to save your final two right, right wrong, wrong routes for our final second. Okay. And I want to get the Raider Broncos thoughts because what a immovable object right. meets unstoppable force type game on Sunday. Harry Gagnon from the Against All Odds podcast joins us next on the Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds. How about this? Every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. As has become our... Tradition at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on most Wednesdays here on the Lombardi Line. Welcome in Harry Gagnon, who you can follow at AAO Harry on Twitter from the Against All Odds podcast. Uh, Harry, who would have thought, though? I mean, Moneyline Parlay going into Monday night, looking great, looking like you're going to get back on track. And then, really? The Eagles lose? Uh, Outright to Washington. Just a very very bizarre week. But you did hit your teaser, and you pushed with the Jaguars. So, you know, a little bit of everything for you this week, Harry. A little bit of something, yeah. The Jags, uh, you know, that was a, that was a wild game too. It could have went either way, but a uh, right. uh, couple, a couple missed field goals and then missed, extra, you know, a couple of things. You know, you know how that works. But yeah, still hit the teaser, so we're okay. We're at, we're, we're we're okay at the end of this week. Absolutely, yeah. We're 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 just we're just fine. Sure. I know. So Mike Pritchard, who we've got, uh, he's usually Mike. Hey Mike. Uh, Mike's hey, in for for uh, Lombardi usually on Tuesdays. We we flipped uh, the schedule here this week. Pritch is a big teaser guy, and yes. I know Harry, you are you oh. are very much into that as well. So I know Mike, you you want to you want to uh, dive into the mindset here for I Harry's do. teaser position. I do, Harry. Excited to talk with you. I mean, uh, I I belong to a teaser syndicate actually out here in I Vegas. I still have been invited. <laughs> yeah. uh, just Find a me bunch, up. Yeah, just a bunch of fellows from North Las Vegas that uh, they you know grew up in Vegas and, and uh, love to play teasers, and and they've been highly successful. A lot of people have, but so have you. So I'm curious about your philosophy. Yeah. Uh, with teasers, because I notice that sometimes you select seven-point uh, teasers. Why seven-point teasers, and then also your philosophy? Uh, a lot of times, seven-point because of you know a lot of it based on the number. Like if, for example, if somebody's laying three and a half, and I like the dog, and I'm going to do a seven-point teaser, I'll take it to three and a half to make sure I got that extra hook on the three. I always really like try to. You know, sometimes it's six and a half, sometimes six. 
depending on the numbers and stuff, you know. But I, I got one this one this week, guys. Tell me what you think here, Mike, what you All think right. of this one. Yep. Seven-point teaser. Here we go. Bills minus one on a seven-point teaser. Bills are still second in the uh, in the NFL in yards and points scored. And on defense, they're second in points against and seventh best versus the run, which is all seems like Cleveland can kind of do uh, with, uh, with Nick Chubb. I think the Browns get shut down here and the Bills get back in the win column. So the Bills minus one. And how about this? I got the Saints-Rams under 46 on a seven-point teaser. Under 46. The Rams have scored the least points in the NFL. Second worst – and I'm sorry, second – scored the least points in the, in the NFC. Second worst in the NFL behind Denver. Um, Houston actually has one more point than the Rams do this season. Who would have thought that heading into a – in, in late in the season like this. And Cooper Cup out, obviously, is a crusher for the Rams. He's the only one who's been generating any yards. They're 31st overall in the league in yards. And the Saints, three straight games, guys, 40 points in their games or less. And if you take those three games with the last seven games of the Rams, that's 10 total games between these two where they haven't reached 46 points. Give me under 46 on a teaser with the Bills to win, basically to win the game, minus one against the Browns. Yeah, I mean, it was looking good. You know, the, it, so it's Wednesday, and it's like, okay, the weather report is not favorable for that Bills-Browns game. Correct. Right. But, yeah, I mean, the Bills at home, I mean, that, that situation looks doable. And then uh, the under situation, I like it. I'm just curious about, like, what if Jameis is the quarterback? Does that uh, change your thinking? Or do you have information if who's going to be quarterback for the Saints? No, I, I don't. It's interesting, though. and it, it, we've, we've discussed this uh, with Cousin Sal on Against All Odds. I mean, you see Jameis on the sidelines. He's, up, he's cheering. He's up and he's jumping around. Right. He's ready to go, but they just keep going with Dalton. Um, I, I just think that, you know, Kamara hasn't gotten really got going. He had a couple games where he did okay, but just this offense in general, just they don't, don't know where they're going with this, uh, what, what they're going to do in these games. They just can't. They had that game a couple weeks ago against the Raiders where they finally looked good on defense and offense. They were okay that too, but still, it's not, it's not working for the Saints, and obviously it's not working for the Rams. I, I think maybe with, the, with Cooper Cup out, maybe the Rams really try to establish a little bit more of a running game with Henderson, uh, and Akers is still there. And, you know, if they, if they can get some first downs running the ball and killing the clock, I just don't see how these two teams are going to be able to put the ball in the end zone that much. And I love the under here on the teaser, especially and, on the Yeah, keep in mind, Matthew Stafford's still in concussion protocol. <laughs> right. And Sean McVay yeah. comes out and says he, he can't confirm whether Stafford has a concussion, but saying <laughs> that has not been communicated to him. Like, what a weird what a weird hey. uh, deal there. I got to admit, deal. Harry, that my one of my larger uh, winners of the season last week, when the Rams went up to minus three and a half against Arizona, and you were getting Wolford yeah. versus McCoy. I just thought that was that was insane. It, it's fascinating how even though you know, we have so much data now in the betting markets, you still get some of these moves that just are, are so confounding and yeah. make no sense. So that that really worked out this past week. So I totally get uh, why you'd want to be looking looking unders, especially in uh, in Rams and Saints. You were successful with that last week. You, we talked about the teaser from a week ago. Uh, Broncos, Titans, and Lions, Bears. You had looked to uh, get involved. Broncos, Titans, under. Lions bears over and are you going back to the well again here on these bears overs? It's been a cash cow now, Harry, the last couple of weeks. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, I am. I'm going back. I'm going to take it over the 50. I know Atlanta laid an egg on Thursday in Carolina, but the Falcons at home 
are averaging 26 points per game. As for the Bears, defenses are having a brutal time, guys, trying to stop Justin Fields' rushing attack. It's, it's amazing. You just can't, they can't. Maybe in time, these defenses will figure out how to box him in. But right now, it's just not happening. The Bears' last four games, last four games for the Bears, they've scored 33, 29, 32, and 30. And in those four games, the game itself, They've averaged the Bears games last four games have averaged sixty three points. I'm taking Chicago Atlanta over fifty. Harry, um, I haven't really delved into parlays that often, other than teasers, obviously. But I, I was looking at some of your plays here, and you were just coming off a, a three team money line parlay. And uh, looking at the data here, I mean, home favorites straight up sixty six point seven percent. So I have to ask, uh, anything attractive this week in terms of a money line parlay? Boy, well, you know, I, uh, if you if you want to date back, like I mean, just mentioned the Bills on the teaser, but also mm-hmm. money line just for them to win it all. And like you mentioned, like the weather's not going to be pleasant mm-hmm. in Western New York uh, this Sunday, but still, that that suits probably Buffalo just fine. Uh, Singletary did a nice job in the first half against Minnesota, running the ball, had a couple scores. Um, so I think Bills money line is something definitely to look at. And 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 again, I, I think you may want to push to, and I, I'm not pushing this one totally, but I like the way Green Bay responded last week uh, against Dallas. They were down 14. They came back, pulled that game out. I like Tennessee. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of our picks, Ben, was uh, Tennessee, and Mike liked it too. Yeah. Um, plus the 12 and a half against the Chiefs, and I love what this can what this. Uh, Tennessee defense is doing. They're keeping them in games. Make make let uh, you know. Try to do what Tannehill can do. Manage these games. Let uh, let the running game take a precedence. But I think in this spot right here, I think Green Bay might get the win again here. I like the what, what they did with Watson last week. He got finally got going, uh, and 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 uh, and you can get the running game going with Green Bay too. I think the Packers money line here is a play. I think Tennessee, even though the you know, first place pretty comfortable in that in the uh, AFC South I think they let this one slip I think Green Bay steals this one as well and we're starting to see uh, actually at uh, South Point one of our other uh, casinos where we have the studio here Harry in Vegas that's up to three and a half now mm-hmm. uh, most books at three pretty uh, heavy juice to the Green Bay side so up to minus buck yeah. 65 minus 170 on the money line with all the injury concerns on Tennessee so that line is on the move uh, for Thursday Titans and Packers uh, one other side though that I know you're looking to just isolate here specifically G-Men and the Lions, uh, Lions off a of back-to-back wins. Giants get the win, although not all, all, albeit not all that convincing against Houston. Pretty much a, a three-point spread, though, in this spot, Harry. What do you like in Giants and the uh, Lions this week? Yeah, look, I think we, both, we all can say that the Giants aren't really going to win pretty week-to-week, but they're still getting it done. They are 5-1 and one straight up at home. And can we maybe get a Kenny Galladay sighting on Sunday versus his former squad? I mean, he did have two targets last week, no receptions. But, you know, maybe it'd be nice to see him show up and get a little and earn some of that money he's making. But aside from that, Detroit hasn't won three games in a row, guys, since November 19th, 2017. All, it'll be almost five years ago to the day on Sunday. Uh, give me the best player on the field in this type of game uh, in Saquon Barkley who leads the league in rushing yards uh, by the, by games. And he should have over a thousand and over 200 yards for uh, receiving this season, this year. Give me the giants. I think they get it done. Detroit, nice couple weeks, nice back-to-back weeks. Nice comeback against the bears last week. Nice game the week before against green Bay, shutting uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers down. But I think the giants continue to roll here. And I'm going to lay the three with Land the giants. Over three Detroit. with the giants. All right. He is Harry Gagnon at AAO Harry. 
Harry, who's your uh, who's your World Cup winner? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're gonna we're doing against all odds tonight. We're taping it tonight for oh, tomorrow. Nice. We're releasing my. How about this? At twelve to one, maybe you can even find fourteen to one. I like Belgium. I like Belgium. They didn't show up in the Euro Cup when they were supposed to. They they were very disappointing. I think they turn it around in Qatar. I like Belgium at twelve anywhere from twelve to fourteen to one. I see Pritch. I knew here. I knew here. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Cannot wait for that. Now, Harry, thank you as always for the time, man. We'll we'll catch you next week. Love it, guys. Take care. All right. When we return, we'll get to the final spots here for Pritch's right route, wrong route. Some thoughts on Broncos Raiders as we wrap up a Wednesday edition of the Lombardi Line. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life— We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife... 
It's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Big thanks to the whole crew today. Andrew Ingold, our technical director. I'm Matt Santos, our producer behind the glass and, and the entire uh, crew here, Sergio Santos, Sean McCollum, Mikhail Bala, and others. I was free. There's always like one person I, I miss, Pritch. So. And uh, one person is uh, uh, other. Other. Like, hey, others. I miss multiple. <laughs> I can put an S on that. Ryan Hunter's here. Troy Kinch is here. I think Rob Moreno's here. I think that should cover basically everybody. We, you know, we also missed, too, was uh, the final two right route, wrong routes yes. from you, Mike, mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. So we wanted to make sure we circle back to those and then get some final thoughts here on the not Pritch's game of the week, Broncos Raiders. But... As far as teams on the right route, I, this is two straight years. I give you a ton of credit for last year you were on Cincinnati before anybody else was. You had them in your top six of your own power ratings about this time of the year before they went on their big run. And you've been, you've been on this, uh, this general Jets bandwagon too since, since pretty early. So still on the right route uh, for you, Pritch, heading into this week? Yeah, the Jets are on the right route because Robert Sala changed the culture, as we know. I mean, I, I love the fact that we can go back to the receipts comment, but – uh, he put it out there, and, and a lot of times that speaks towards the confidence that you have in a building when you can put it out there. A lot of times, uh, Ben, coaches will say, hey, I, I want to keep this in-house. I'm going to tell you guys this. I'm going to tell you that, but I'm not going to tell the media. Uh, but he put it out there, and, and everybody ran with it, but that's okay, right? I mean, uh, I think if you're that confident, if you change the culture to a winning culture, that that can help you, and that needed to help the Jets. Um this matchup against the Patriots is going to be very, very interesting to me because you have the Jets 4-0 on the road uh, so far this year. Um, you have this newfound confidence. You have this change of culture. You have a defensive front that causes problems for anybody, for any quarterback. Um, and that's, that, to me, is a pretty good recipe uh, to take on the road and inside the division even. Uh, but I diving into the numbers, I spoke uh, earlier about this with the Vikings and, and maybe some of their secret sauce to, as to why they're winning uh, these close games. If you look at the Jets, Ben, offensively uh, in the fourth quarter, they have scored 
uh, a total of, let me find it here real quick, uh, 84 points, which is third, tied for second, really, if you think about it. Tied the Vikings, who have been great in that Yeah, category. the Vikings are in front of the Vikings. The Vikings are right there at 83 points in the fourth quarter, and you got the Jets uh, at 84. But go to the other side, though, defensively for the Jets. Uh, and fourth quarter points, they are number one in points allowed at just 26 points throughout the season so far. I think that's significant. Uh, I'm not going to overlook that, especially within inside a division, too, which – on the other side, you got a Patriots team that they've had their struggles this year, uh, inconsistent. they got some injuries, some key injuries uh, uh, across the roster as well uh, on both sides of the ball. And uh, the Jets are, are healthy with who they've been playing with, mm-hmm. right? So, no, I think they're running right routes here. Uh, now, it, it's an interesting number to grab, grab points, but I'm just not discounting the Jets like I used to. I, I think they're on the right path. I, I, are they a playoff team? I don't know. But – as far as the segment and the right route, they're absolutely running the right route right now. Just comes down to is the trust in Zach Wilson enough for you? Because that's been the that's that's been the kryptonite. It really it has. has. And that was what happened in the first meeting against New England, where he had been mm-hmm. so reliable not turning the ball over, all of a sudden wings it forty times and throws three picks, basically cost him the game in that twenty two seventeen loss. Right, right. And so the quick turnaround too, because you know, if you're Zach Wilson, your competitor, you want to play that team again. Because you want to atone for for that type of performance, so um, I, I don't. I, it's it's going to be interesting. Like I, I I even did some of your stuff with yeah. uh, some of the metrics. <laughs> I like how it's my so yeah, my it, stuff. well. <laughs> it yeah. is because I was curious about it. Like um, the Patriots uh, do have a top notch defense, right? Uh, that unit is built upon a pass defense, right? That is ranked second best in DVOA. How about that? But I think um, you, Mike. But the Jets, they want to run the ball, And then too. that's been an issue for New England. They're right around 20th, 21st on the EPA per play allowed exactly. basis. 19th. Yeah. Yep. So, um, or yeah, right there, yeah. So, uh, recipe for success right there. Take it out of Zach Wilson's hands. but um, uh, And then also rely on that defense, too. So, maybe an under situation uh, for this game. But uh, I'm looking at the Jets' side of this game, though. Looking at the Jets' side. And we've seen that come down. Mm-hmm. Still a couple three-and-a-halves out there, yeah. but mostly from three-and-a-halves now down to three on Jets' Patriots. Final right route, wrong route. What's going on with the Cleveland Browns? You know, Stefanski, uh, it, it really is about him. Uh, I, you would have thought the answer to that question would have been, oh, it's, obviously, it's Jacoby Brissett. He's not you know, not well, the quarterback Deshaun Watson is, not, but really it hasn't, hasn't sure, been. Not when you come out and you run the ball well against Miami and then you get away from the run. Uh, I mean, I think uh, Nick Chubb had, what, 11 carries or something like that in that game. And, and so you, you, start to, uh, you, you start to call plays again, right, uh, as, as a play caller. And uh, as a head coach, Stefanski just has not been the guy. And that's what I'm referring to. Uh, from a wrong route standpoint, head coach Stefanski, not play caller Stefanski, and uh, the, the the defense really. Uh, Joe Woods. I mean, you talk about accountability. I mean, uh, I, I thought there was a good matchup for the personnel that the Cleveland Browns had against Miami, but they didn't play anywhere close to how I thought they were going to play. They gave up yards on the ground too against Miami, who doesn't really run the ball. Uh, so it's Stefanski as a head coach, and then offensively. You have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Uh, you have Jacoby Brissett as quarterback. Why are you throwing the ball? Seriously. Uh, I mean, don't think, don't overthink the room. Don't think that, oh, teams are going to be prepared for that. No, until they stop it, keep doing it. I mean, 
they went right down the field on the Dolphins too. So I, I think the Browns, they want and they're waiting for Deshaun Watson. I get that, but I don't know who what he's going to be. Nobody does, right? But Probably be too little too late when he, when he returns. That too, that too. And, and I think Stefanski has lost that part of it as a head coach. Uh, and uh, that's why I think they're running the wrong route right now. 17 carries, 72 yards 17 combined carries, yeah. for those for Chubb, Hunt. Chubb had just 11. 11. And, and Hunt had uh, had the six for nine yards. So that's, that's your combo. And now you have to go on the road in a blizzard, basically, is what the reports are against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I will say this one report. This just came out a few minutes ago. Apparently, Bill's altering their practice schedule. Uh, six different guys out with illness. Ooh. So that is, we're in, you know, it's that time of year. Yeah. We're all, you know, we're all day-to-day, Pritch, uh, but it, it's, <laughs> everybody's getting sick now right around the holidays, so yeah. that is that is also something to monitor for yeah. Buffalo. Uh, the bug, though, inside a locker room is not good because, you know, look, it's a locker room, and there's other things that live in a locker room. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, those guys. But just are, keep that in mind. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. What we're, what we're saying right. uh, coming up for this week. So that that's our, those are our right routes, wrong routes. We wanted to save the best for last, though, on the show today. <laughs> Game of the year, Ugh. Broncos, Raiders, McDaniels, Hackett. You can't look away, Mike. You cannot look away at, uh, at this game. Is there a way you can actually uh, bet this game? Is, is this going to be the get-right spot for Denver, who did give the Raiders one of their two wins? Yeah, we were just talking so Harry Gagnon. I mean, look, home favorites are 66.7% straight up. Uh, the line has moved towards the Broncos. I mean, I'm seeing a three out there at one spot. Um, so kind of toggling here, some books two and a half, as you see on your screen, yep. juice to Denver, a couple at three juice to the dog. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you put Denver on a parlay though. Well, do you, I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, just focus on the, on, I would think this is a classic case. You gotta, you want to isolate this one. This yeah. is not one you're yeah, throwing in with, with the variance of, of the potential matchup here, but uh, you can make the case, right? I mean, you're again these short dogs teasing up. Mm-hmm. You really want to? You're going to make Russell Wilson beat me by two possessions? And yeah, that's, that's really that's kind of a principle play you could make. Of course, on the other side, it's the lack of trust with McDaniel's and the Raiders that you, we just talked about earlier. Right. So last week I had the Broncos because this is my former team. So I, my former team teaser has been doing well. I had the Broncos teased up along with Seattle teased up, and then uh, I laid a two and a half with the Titans, so I middled it too. Right. So. That was pretty good for me. That was nice. Um, I, I think when when my teams are favorites, I'm uneasy with that. So uh, this game is not a rivalry game. The, the Raiders have dominated the last 10 games, I think. Um, so <sighs> Broncos at home, too. Not even a three-point favorite. Just three-point at one spot. But I, I'm staying away from this game. This game disgusts me, to be honest like with you. As ugly as the Raiders are. Denver cannot cannot move the ball to save their lives. Yeah. Tennessee had six defensive starters out last week, and Denver could not do yeah. anything. They had a quarterback crying at the podium, though. Yeah. I'd still tease the Raiders. Would you? Okay. I, w- I actually would. Yeah. I teased the Broncos with you last week, and yeah. it was the same principle. Right. Make Ryan Tannehill a banged-up Tannehill beat me by two possessions. He couldn't do it. Probably the same principle this week. I, I know you're going to be watching. I can't oh, I'll watch it. Maybe Raiders first quarter. Burn. We'll see, uh, Pritch, you're back on the Pro Football Blitz Saturdays, Sundays. I'll be back with you live bet Saturday as well. Up next, though, it is VEASAN Big Bets as we continue here on VEASAN. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.